Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Edgy, for the invitation. And I also want to thank my pastor, Pastor Ruben Reyna, for the opportunity. It is always a blessing to, uh, anytime you have a chance to share the gospel, I mean, it's always a blessing, amen, to preach the word of God. Well, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to Acts chapter 6. And I want to preach on something tonight that's, that is not very popular in a lot of other churches. But thank God it's popular here in Living Word. Hallelujah. And I want to preach on servanthood. Being servants for the Lord. And I want to read out of Acts chapter 6, starting at verse 3 to 5. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and full of the Spirit. Anybody full with the Spirit tonight? I'm talking to a Holy Ghost church. Hallelujah. And wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in praying and teaching the word. Everyone liked this idea and they chose the following. Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Father, we love you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. And I thank you, Lord, for all these men that came from afar, that came from a close, Father God, that, that came. They come because they love your word, Lord, Father God. And I pray that you would use me as an instrument and a vessel to minister, God. And I pray that, God, you would raise up servants, Father God, men of action, Father God, to do and accomplish all that you called us to do, God. There is much work and much to be done. We ask this in Jesus' name. And Living Word family says, amen. 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 In this chapter, we, we read about a man by the name of Stephen. And uh, when you read about Stephen, he was a man that made large impact in the New Testament church. He was also known as uh, the first Christian martyr. He died for the gospel's sake. He was killed. He lost his life. But the reason why Stephen gave his life for the Lord is that God did something in his heart. When it comes to serving, I mean, no, it's about the heart. It's about a surrendered heart. God is, is more concerned about our heart. He's not concerned about how well you can preach. How well you can sing, amen. How, how many scriptures you know? A parrot can, can, can quote scriptures. Hello, somebody. It's not how gifted you are, amen. But it's about the heart, amen. Because how many know when God gets a hold of a man's heart, hallelujah, that is a miracle. And it's allowing God to work in our hearts. Giving God our hearts, allowing him to, to mold our life. This is what serving Jesus is about. You want to serve God? How many want to serve God? You want to be serving him? It's about your heart. That God touched your heart, amen. At one time you were smoking on a meth pipe. One time you were sucking on a wine bottle. One time you were holding up a curve somewhere. But God touched your heart, hallelujah. And man, he wants to change your heart. Serving's not about a title. 
Mira, look at me. It's not about recognition. It's not about the rules, amen. It's, it's not about showcasing or displaying hello somebody, uh, but it's about God, hallelujah, God's power, amen, that changes your heart. Your heart has to be touched by God. If you want to serve, amen, uh, and you want, to, you want to be committed, amen, and you want to be obedient, uh, you have to let God touch your heart. A person that sacrifices, a person that is dedicated, a, a person that is a servant, amen, is a person that God has touched their heart. But when you're not changed, then you got issues. When you talk about commitment, then, then there's something that arises and stirs up in your heart. When you talk about sacrifice, when you, when you talk about giving, well, all that church wants is my money. What money? Hallelujah. And the only way that God can change your heart, he's going to test your obedience. With things that you may not even know or you may not understand, but it's an area that it's in your heart that God is going to touch and he's going to challenge and he's going to test. But there's a blessing. When you have a surrendered heart, amen, God will bless you. God will bless your family, hallelujah. God will bless your kids. Your kids don't have to go down the same place you went down to. Amen. Your kids don't have to be in and out of jail, uh, in and out of court. Hello, somebody. Uh, they can be here in the house. See, it's easy to shout and lift up our hands here. What about serving You were disobedient all your life. You didn't listen to the po-po. You didn't listen to the ho-ho. Hello, somebody. You went wherever you wanted to go. You did whatever you wanted to say. But God wants to touch your heart. To make you a man of obedience, amen. A, a man that is willing to sacrifice. A man that says, here I am. I, I want to serve. And what's so powerful about Stephen was he was a man that was submitted to the authority of God. That made him uh, capable to listen to men. When you're submitted under the authority and the order of God, then, then you can listen to the authority of God that God is uh, organizing the church. You can't be a servant unless you're submitted to the power and the authority of God. See, God doesn't want our lives... We can come service after service. We can come, amen, but he wants your heart. Somebody say, God wants my heart. And our service is an expression of love. Stephen expressed his love to God. God, you pulled me out of my old lifestyle. The very least that I can do is serve you, God. You changed my life. What can I do for you? But we have this mentality, what, God, what can God do for me? It's not about what God can do for me, us. It's about what we can do for him. So he tests our heart in the area of servanthood. And I want to ask you the question tonight, is God the authority of your life? The power of, the power of God is he gets a selfish man. 
that did whatever he wanted to do, that went wherever he wanted to go, but changes his heart and makes him a servant for the Lord Jesus Christ. You're so, we were so used to taking care of numero uno, right? we? Take care of numero uno, number one. But now you're taking care of the one. Jesus Christ. All throughout the Bible, they, they use the word servant. It's not a shame to be a servant. Paul says, I am a bond servant. Hello, somebody. Peter says, I am a bond servant. And here is Stephen. He was just, one of the characteristics that, uh, characteristics that we found is that he was a servant. He was a servant. He, he, he did whatever they asked him to do, whether it was serving food, whether it was to help, amen, the widows in the church. Amen. You can read this all in, in, in the book of Acts. And, and how many of you know, I don't know about you, but being a waiter, amen, is not an easy job. Some, some, amen, have to deal with attitudes. Some have to deal with pick, picky people. Some have to get no tips. Hello, somebody. But Stephen, Stephen was a servant. My lips are getting white here, amen. He was a person that was always available. Available for the work of the kingdom of God. When they asked Stephen to serve, Stephen to serve, he says, man, I am available. He was a man, amen, that was available. He didn't make any excuses. Well, pastor, let me pray about it. Let me go home and ask my wife. Oh, you ain't here in a Filipino tonight. Wait, let me go home and ask my wife if, if I can. No. He made himself available. If you want me to serve food, I'll serve food. You want me to clean toilets, I'll clean toilets. You want me in the parking lot, uh, I'm a man of God, I'm a soldier of God. Uh, put me in the parking lot. You want me to sell t-shirts, uh, you want me to go out, amen, and fundraise and sell some chocolate bars, uh, I am available, amen. Uh, my life is available for Jesus. He wasn't full of excuses. Like Pastor Reggie says, we all have them. And they all stink. Amen. Um, I'm thinking about armpits. I don't know about you, what you're thinking. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen was available. And there's, I, I don't know about you, but I love when people are available in my church. They see the need in the kingdom of God. They see the need in the body of Christ. They're willing to meet that need. They still don't pay attention to the need, but they meet the need. Pastor, you need to do this. Pastor, you need to do that. No, not only do they pay attention to the need, but they meet the need. We, we had Pastor Edgy this past weekend. And he dropped the bomb there at Pasadena. Our church will never be the same. But his home director, Brother Bobby, said, man, pastor, that tree needs, any tree needs some Jesus in it. Hallelujah. We have a tree that's out there. And shame on our guys. Oh, I'll, I'll preach that at home. Hallelujah. But he says, pastor, you want me to, you want me to trim that tree? 
I said, praise the Lord, hallelujah, have our guys help you, amen. And man, they went, amen, that same day, they took care of the tree. They saw the need, and they met the need. Come on, somebody. People that are available, people always look for the needs. They look for opportunities. They looked in how they can better the church. Amen. And it's not an obligation to them. We get blessed with people that want to get involved. God is looking for men. His eyes are to and fro. Amen. Front to back, left to right. Looking for a man that will stand up and say, man, I am available. Use my life, God. Here I am. Whatever you want from my life, use my life. He doesn't want the leftovers. Remember in high school we talked about the scrapas? Nobody wanted the scrapas. God doesn't want your scrapas, hallelujah. He wants your best, amen, that you make yourself available for the kingdom of God. How many know it's a privilege to do something for Jesus? It's a privilege to work. It's a privilege, amen, to serve in the kingdom of God. Amen, God, whatever, anything you want me to do, I'll do it. And you know, it it belongs to God. Some people have a mentality, well, it's my time. It's my money. It's my ministry. It's my body. But when you were out there tricking, hallelujah, it wasn't your body. It don't belong to us. It belongs to Jesus. You woke me up, the very breath, amen, that I have in my lungs, hallelujah. You caused me to live. You caused me to walk in this place. What can I do for your house, Jesus? We're nothing without him. How many have been redeemed? We owe God our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a debt that we cannot pay. We've been forgiven a much. And he that has been given much, amen, loveth much. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says these words. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourselves a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. In other words, uh, the very least that we can do. God, you pulled me out of the miry clay. You set my foot upon a rock. You, put my, you made my footsteps firm. You put a new song in my mouth. The very least that I can do, if I can usher, that's the very least. If, I very least, if you got me to do media, if you got me to cook, the very least that I can, that is my reasonable service. But all of a sudden, we, we pull out this, you know, disability card. You got your spiritual disability card. Hallelujah. Your, e- your spiritual EBT card. Oh, 
I can't because you're a little victim and everybody hurt you and oh, we got to give you the chipon and, and, and we got a baby room back there. Hallelujah. We'll put a little baby powder on you and pat you on the butt. Oh. You're 55 years old, you baby hooey. But Stephen was available. Put me in the kitchen, put me to take care of old ladies. I don't know what he was thinking. Why did they send me to the old ladies? But he said, I'll do it. Whatever you want me to do, God, I'll do it. You took me out, hallelujah. You set me free. I'm delivered and changed, God. That's the very least that I can do. I know mean, it's easy to be served. We like to be served. Come on. I don't know about you. I love when my wife serves me. Hallelujah. She makes me some enchiladas. Gives me my coffee in the morning. Massages my back. Hallelujah. Oh, you love it to be served. You guys can get your toes manicured. Hallelujah. Or pedicured. We love conferences. We love discipleships. We love revivals. But it takes servants. It takes men, amen, that will rise up and say, man, pastor, uh, how can we make this discipleship uh, effective? Uh, how can we make the conferences better? Uh, how can we help in planting churches? Uh, how can I help in, in your local community, in your local church? It's because of servants that people get saved. Thank God that someone was serving in the house of God when you walked in, amen, when you had nothing, when you didn't have two coins to rub together, but someone was standing at the back door ushering you in, and you and your family came in, hallelujah, your family came in to hear the word, your wife came in to hear the word, someone was watching your children, someone was watching your car in the park, it takes servants. Stephen was willing to build the kingdom of God. And, there's, and when there's servants, there's tremendous growth. God wants to, I believe this is just the beginning of living word. Hello, come on somebody. I believe more and more families are going to come in. I believe more churches will go out. Hello, somebody. I believe more lives are going to be saved. But it's going to be, amen, a people, a men of God that are going to rise up and say, man, I'll serve. He was willing to sacrifice. He's not looking for ability. God's not looking for what you can do. God is looking for availability. And it doesn't matter how, you know, when I first played the drums, I had a, I had a, a, I had a drum beat of a monkey. <laughs> and the pastor threw me up there. We need a drummer. Okay. I just made myself available. Then I, then they threw me on the keyboards. Amen. I just made myself available. Okay, God, what are, I don't know, but God, direct me. Show me how to play this thing. I just want to be available for your kingdom. I remember Pastor Reuben gave Pastor Manuel a, a, a construction project. And, you know, back then they didn't have YouTube. You're blessed. Hallelujah. 
He had to go to the library. He made himself available. He said, man, God, direct me, show me, teach me. And God began to show him, amen. And, and they were able to, and man, now he, has his own, he used to have his own construction company. Pastor Edgy didn't know how to read. But now he's putting books together, hallelujah. Why? He made himself available. God is not looking for ability. He's looking for availability. A man that says, here's my life. Amen. Where am I? Hallelujah. Are you available? It doesn't matter your age. Come on. 8 to 80, blind, crippled, or crazy. God will use your life. This was the heart of Jesus. He didn't come to be served. He came to serve. Amen. 